Yo. Hello. Happy uh, Tuesday, my dude. <laughs> we uh, we were here yesterday to record the podcast. <laughs> and then I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, and then I like to say we started creating. We cracked open an egg and we're like, let's make some fucking omelets, baby. <laughs> so it was good to play music, to it write music. It was good because we haven't done that in a really, a really, really long, long time. time. Literally since like july yeah yeah for like what that's two years ago <laughs> it literally feels like july it, has it happens every year and i'm like yo <coughs> it feels like it though yeah dude too long too long yeah it's, it's been a minute it's like weird to start a conversation with you because like i saw you yesterday yeah and then it's like there's nothing to talk about anymore <laughs> yeah, you're like exactly. i have nothing to say to you <laughs> no, i already like, cried everything yesterday <laughs> You already took everything out of me. Yeah, yeah. You were crying, by the way, because I kept making fun of you. Yeah. And then you, I made you apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You brought in your brass knuckles. Um, <laughs> My I, knife that's still in there. Yeah, Jesus. Your, your <laughs> butterfly knife where she like flips it in. <laughs> like, Don't make me cut you, Richard. <coughs> she talks like that when she wants to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Don't make me cut you. Okay, Dizzy. Okay. I had a dream that Lin Manuel Miranda he was in he was in the dream uh-huh. and we were like he <laughs> wrote a play and we were reading it and it was like it was like an encanto but it wasn't and uh, sorry i'm just trying to process his dream so it's like me and him are like on the floor in my bedroom it's not weird. <laughs> it doesn't get weird. Ay. It's just like he was like my theater teacher. And I had this one line that the viejita says. And I, I said it and he was just like, no, 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 I need you to act more like a viejita. And like he just kept pushing me to act like an old lady. Mm. And I couldn't. And I just kept laughing. Mm. And so he got tired. It's the universe telling you to be grown. Yeah. <laughs> to be an old lady. Yeah, stop playing around, dude. Be grown already. <laughs> be like abuela. Abuela. I have heard recently a poem that talks about um, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. That's so sad. Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's why Lynn Miranda was really upset at you. Manuel. So Lynn Manuel. Lynn Manuel yeah you got to man you got to like remember that things are changing constantly yeah they are and they're never going to be the same again but it's not like a bad thing i think that's the mistake we make like at least that i make is just like i constantly think that change is a bad thing Mm -hmm. so like instead of viewing it as just like oh new things like this is so cool and exciting and i'm just like what (laughs) No, no no that's exactly right we have to remember that through change comes uh well beauty new things we get used to the old yeah you know i i feel really bad when i hear people talk extremely nostalgic you know and they're like oh these were the best years of my life and i'm like damn dude okay you claim that that's, that's you sucks. now yeah that does suck you know right. i wish i could be back in my college frat days and i'm like i feel you do like yeah it's fun to get fucked up and yeah. shit like that but you know i think what you really miss is just like friendship yeah because in school you're forced to be friends yeah and I feel that, but like, you can still make friends if you have a community. Yeah, damn, that's deep. Yeah, yeah, I was listening to this podcast on the way here, and they were saying like, uh, to like 
because success and fulfillment are like two different things right like success has a goal and then you get there and then you know you succeed but then fulfillment is different because it's long term and in order to get for fulfillment there's like three steps right like you have to like three habit like mentality things that you have to ask yourself and one the first the first one is just like are you viewing things as an end or a beginning and that's like exactly what you what Mm. we're saying is just like are we viewing things like our chapters in our lives as endings or as like beginnings to new chapters you know are we focusing Mm. too much on the end or the beginning yeah yeah and i think if you know sometimes i i I can understand when someone's going through quote unquote an ending yeah yeah um and then not giving its proper due Mm. and then before you know it that part of your life is done yeah and then i can understand like the the remorse you feel of not and giving it its proper send off. Yeah. You know, sometimes we make transitions and we had no idea we even made a transition. Mm-hmm. And that's really difficult, you know what I mean? Yeah, cuz then you have to go you go back when you're already in the future like Yeah, you yeah, know. you start you start regretting it, yeah. you know. And I and I've been there. I think I I experienced that when I got married cuz I think I I was so excited about being married that I was like I didn't give my um my that single life that opportunity or or just to really really process it and you know, think be thankful for yeah i went through something similar too because we both got married young so i think that's like one thing when you're when you're getting married young and i i this is what i say to like engaged couples that are young too um if they ask me is just like just like take it slow like don't think that like you have to do it the next day because it's like never gonna happen if you don't you know like just yeah exactly take the time to process what like the decision that you're making not because it's a bad decision it's just like a change right exactly And you need to be ready for the change because if you're not it will take you by surprise one day and all of a sudden you're going to be thinking about the things that you've lost rather than what you've gained what you've gained exactly which sucks no, no, because your relationship doesn't deserve that no 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 it just it, it just introduces chaos to your relationship yeah it's too much, man. It's wow. too much. This is a deep yeah. episode. Yeah, People I know. They're like, love this. They're like, yo, there's no fucking jokes <laughs> in this episode, dude. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, so... What Bring back funny, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is good. This yeah, is well, good. yeah. F- philosophy and understanding. <laughs> yeah, you said, you know, what was it? It's self-actualization, right? Like that fulfillment that you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like the highest of maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm. have you heard of that yeah yeah and so like number one is that self-actualization um and that takes time to get there that's why it's all the way up top yeah you know um and once you get it it's it's there's a lot of longevity to it yeah you know and there's also like like having hope for something or like having faith for like the next day or like tomorrow or like yeah. the next moment you know because if you don't that's sad yeah being pessimistic dude yeah like that sucks because then you're just living your life thinking that nothing good's gonna happen when like good things are just passing by you or something <laughs> that we both do sometimes yeah. is expecting the bad thing to eventually turn its ugly dude head. yes yeah. i've been trying to exercise that because it's man it's happened to me where it's like for the longest time, it wouldn't happen to me where I would think that the worst thing would happen and it actually wouldn't. But one time this past year, everything good was happening and I was just like, man, when's the bad thing going to happen? This is all good. And the bad thing actually did happen. You know, like yeah. I didn't know what it was, but there was a death in my family and I was just like, fuck. Like, so it like confirmed that for me. 
and that was scary because i was just like okay so like you know and like then my anxiety runs wild because i'm just like holy shit like did i make this happen with my mind like am i just like looking for the next bad thing to happen and that's why it happened or like you start blaming yourself for things right yeah and so i think just like realizing like things out of your control are out of your control but like you can't be thinking about what the worst thing is going to happen all the time you know no you sometimes you can though like you said yesterday like to protect yourself yeah but not to just be doing it for things that are out of your control you can't yeah yeah there's a difference between like living in fear and then just being self-aware exactly you know like you know i i grew up in the hood and like you know i walk every day hoping that i don't get fucking shot (laughs) right but i'm aware that that's a reality right that's a reality and that's something that i have to deal with um i don't let it torture me yeah because then then i'll never go outside yeah you know that's rough you know um that that self-actualization is extremely important and, and and not embracing that fear because that fear will always come that negative thing will always rear its ugly head it'll always be like yo what's up um and if you have been hyping it up all the way up until the point it gets there then when it gets there you're gonna be like so burdened by it yeah just like paralyzed versus if you already know that okay i'm prepared for it to come if it does come i don't know when but it'll come uh but then you just keep doing your thing and 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 enjoying life that when it does come you can be like okay how do i deal with this yeah or how do i help mm-hmm. you know because that's another mindset i think i have because uh my father-in-law kind of said it succinctly he's like the older you get the more tragedies you experience yeah for sure you know and i was like yeah you know mathematically that's exactly right you know like yeah the more years you live the more opportunities you have to see horrible things yeah um but when those things do happen you can step in in a role that's extremely comforting yeah or the opposite if it really does happen to you to you to you then uh then you just have to be prepared to receive a lot of love Mm mm-hmm which is sometimes hard for me because I feel like if I do something, if something bad happens to me, I'm just like, no, let me disappear forever. You know? Yeah, that's me too. Exactly. I feel like a dog, you know, when I'm like a dog is sick and they start going outside and making sure they die by themselves yeah, and they don't yeah. die with other people. And I, then they're like, where are you going? We love you. And I'm just like, Mark, oh, don't look at me. I want to die out here alone. That's so sad. It is really sad yeah man i think dogs do that because of altruism i think they just know that they don't want to like bring disease into the camp so they get themselves out yep days are good boys oh that's so sad i mean that's so nice but that's also really sad you know yeah 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 but oh i want a dog so so bad i know i'm gonna give richard one of my dogs (gasps) one of nairobi's puppies (sighs) she's gonna have puppies this is my new child (laughs) yeah you're gonna love you're gonna love nairobi's i'm uh (laughs) i'm gonna always have it on my shoulder (laughs) (laughs) always a big old fat dog (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah I'm going to call him Nip Nip. And I was like, Nip Nip, you want a cookie? And he's going to be like, bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then him and Renato will talk. Because Renato will go up to him and go, duh. And he'll go, bar. God, I think it'd be a kid's show. 
God, I think Renato would be so happy to have a little dog with him. I think so too. To grow up with Rocio, is she allergic to like the Dander. fur of certain dogs? Well, that's the thing. That's why we want to make sure we like we bring her. See what's up. Uh huh. Because I know that we had a border. Uh, no, not a border collie. We had a um a corgi, mm-hmm. and that fucked her up. And then we've gone to other places where it's not as bad. And then she's always seeing like my compadre's dog. Yeah. And my compadre has like a, a mastiff, a big old oh, okay. mastiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that's also like shorter hair, like yeah. your like uh like like Nairobi, right? Like yeah. a short hair. And so that I think that might be helpful. Yeah, because I don't know if uh, mastiffs they, if they shed or not. Nairobi sheds a little bit, so I don't know if that. Yeah, they they, they, they shed like short hair. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, same, same with Yeah, Nairobi's but like short. uh, corgis have longer hair, yeah, and they and shed like, like crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole house was covered in fur. People yeah. were like, "Nice carpet," and I'm like, "Thank <laughs> you, it's dog hair." <laughs> we made it out <laughs> yeah, dog. We made it out dog. <laughs> Gosh, man. That's so funny. We had to get rid of that corgi because it ah, was allergic. I know that sucks. I miss that dog so much. Are, cor- are corgis not hypoallergenic? No, no, no they are the hyperallergenic, <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. I know there's like certain dogs that are, but I don't know what kind, like, what kind, what kind of dogs are hypoallergenic. Mm. Would you sell drugs to save your family? Yeah, probably. Honestly, yeah. not even probably, I would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like save your family, meaning like, you know, take care of them. Like, oh, for example, God forbid. Oh, like saying you're growing up, you're a teenager and uh, your parents aren't around. Yeah. Your little brother and little sister need school supplies. Would you sell drugs for them? Yeah, I would. Mm. I would. Yeah, there's no like no question, right? Yeah, I would. I would sell drugs. I I think because that's the easiest option and the fastest way to make money without having to do anything. You know, really. I mean, you do do stuff, but you don't. That's you wild, know, man. You're not, you know, you're not working per hour. You're just. I had a I had a friend of mine tell me because he was selling drugs all throughout high school. You know, like selling uh like heroin and crack. Mm-hmm. And he was so upset. You know, he's a grown man now, but he's just kind of like talking about how upset he felt that the people at school wouldn't tell him anything. You know, he'd be showing up to school with, like, nice-ass fucking clothes, and they'd all be, like, hyping him up as opposed to seeing through his bullshit. Yeah, like, where tell, did like, you get that? You know, yeah, yeah exactly. And because uh, that would have saved him from that life, you know. Mm, that's, like, a different perspective. It's a very different perspective. Because yeah. he was doing what he thought was right, you know, which at the time, mm-hmm. you know, you had to take care of what you had to take care of. But, like, you know, there's there's responsibilities that we have as adults to, like, take someone aside and yeah. be like yo wh- where are you getting the money from yeah and like you know? guide them out right you know yeah yeah that's crazy <laughs> and i'm like dude you can't be selling drugs and making hundreds of dollars here i'm gonna get you a nice job <laughs> at mcdonald's where you will work <laughs> many hours <laughs> ten dollars an hour for nothing at all <laughs> welcome to america <laughs> Yeah, I was like, how do I convince a kid? Especially if you're making that kind of money, Honestly, bro. Honestly, yeah, it's that's hard. It's yeah, hard. Man. It's hard, but it's like it's like another one of those talks where it's just like, you can have all the money in the world, but it's not gonna necessarily give you the life. It can give you the life that you want, I guess, materialistically, but like, it will never 
fulfill you in that way but i think it's it's difficult when it does because it's high you. risk yeah yeah and when it does fulfill you especially when you're young because kind of does you know it gives you like that little dopamine yeah hell yeah dude what was the most fulfilling job you've ever done most fulfilling job i've ever done yeah like actual like labor job like hourly job yeah yeah let's say like yeah like outside of your art and yeah. your profession what would you say like you've worked and you're like this is actually very fulfilling you're like obviously you had to go but yeah while i was here i really enjoyed it i think starbucks and working at the taqueria because mm. they were they were similar in ways um so starbucks i stayed there for a while i stayed there for like two years so that will tell you that i really enjoyed it yeah, you know because yeah, yeah. i rarely stay at a job for like more than a year and you've only been an adult for like what four <laughs> years <laughs> you know <laughs> i've had like seven jobs in like four years <laughs> i leave jobs very fast and i do not care i'm like peace <laughs> yeah, yeah. um no but starbucks was very oh. fulfilling in that like there was always it's a great company not gonna lie mm. like they take care of their employees um I think when you're working there, you feel like you're not taken care of because it's always like the customer has to be satisfied and sometimes they're not and it can be really frustrating. Mm. But I'm not going to lie, the company does take care of their employees really well. When COVID hit, we had the choice of whether to stay home or to work and they still would pay us the average paycheck for the month or two that we didn't want to work, right? So like Whoa. they took care of us, yeah. And they gave us good benefits. They gave us even like uh, like behavioral health, like how do i say it? like therapy um for free that if we yeah. wanted to do it the program was called coffee for crazies <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was a really good company in in that way and i really enjoyed working for them they always had events and they always had things like to make you grow as like a person and to help people I also really like the job, like the physical job of it. Like you always Up on left. Your feet. Yeah. yeah, you always left feeling like oh, I did a good job today, you know. Mm. Um and then making drinks, like yeah. like you love making yeah. like I love making it's a little, drinks. It's a, yeah, it's a little art. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard though. It's hard when it's like happy hour or whatever because like people want their drinks super fast, but they order like twelve frappuccinos, so it's like, girl, I can't make it in two two seconds. Like I have two hands. But other than that, like on regular days, like it's really fulfilling, like to see people like drink their coffee because that's a, honestly a big part of people's day. Yeah, it's coffee. such a big part of people's day. Yeah, like, I'm thirsty as fuck for some coffee right now. Yeah, yeah, like it's such a big part of people's day. It you literally like I know that companies or whatever, like the coffee shops that you work for, will tell you that, like, and maybe you think it's just for them to make you feel special, but no, you really are a big part of somebody's day. You're somebody's morning, so like. It's like a big responsibility in that way, but it's also just like so nice to be able to like be like, oh, I know this person's order, and then they come through the drive-through and they're just so happy to get their order and just leave, you know. Mm. So that was really fulfilling for me that job, um, and also the people that I worked with were really fun. Like every single day was super fun, especially closing, because like the manager wasn't there anymore, so we don't. Yeah, like, you get rowdy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then for the taqueria, it was like the same, the same thing in terms of like the family environment like the people that i worked with like we could joke around and we had obviously we're all like mexican so we all have the same culture so the jokes were like you know like i don't know how to explain it i i could make different jokes that would that they would understand yeah inside jokes yeah 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 
so it'd be it'd be like it was really nice in that way and it wasn't because covid and like the restaurant business was like really bad during that time there wasn't a lot of work so we were mostly just like chilling and like you know eating tacos <laughs> and like wonderful. making wonderful so good but um yeah serving people is nice too like waitress i hate waitressing but like lecho ganas if i'm there yeah. i try to do my best to serve people so i really enjoyed it like yeah. serving people when i was serving them but yeah i would not choose to do it for the rest of my life waitressing no way. is fucking hard bro no nah, man yeah i don't but know if i could put on a f- i could put on a fake face for that many times in a row <sighs> yeah dude. no and especially when it's like when you're <laughs> i don't know for me as a woman when i'm going to serve all men I feel very self-conscious because they're I'm checking just like, you out. Yeah, because I'm just like, which one of them is gonna like make a weird joke or like a yeah. flirty joke or like I got a taco for you. Literally, and they're like all old men, and I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't want your money. <laughs> I don't want your <laughs> sugar daddy money. I don't want you. Leave me alone. Just eat your tacos. Put your little dentures back in. And <laughs> <laughs> no, but what was your most fulfilling job? Um. I was in, I was in a group of um, older guys and we would go to taquerias and pick up uh, waitresses. Oh really? Yeah, they paid me to do that. Just kidding. No, 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 okay, no, like, really? no, 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 no. No, because in Mexico, like we would do, like I mean, what? No, you? no. What were you doing? No, my grandpa has a restaurant, and me and my cousin would go and pick up like the turnos. Like we'd go pick up like the waitresses for their different shifts. Mm. Like so, we like give them a ride. So. Like oh. my cousin got paid to do that, oh. like literally. So, no, <laughs> so no. I was like, "What?" When I said picking, that's how I know you're innocent because I meant <laughs> picking up chicks as in like picking oh. up, you know, like scoring. Oh, okay. Not literally <laughs> picking them up. I'm not a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Uber. Yeah. The fuck. The fuck. <laughs> um, I think the some of the most fulfilling jobs. Um, I really did enjoy being a Lyft driver. Yeah. I was a Lyft driver for actually. I was working three jobs at that time. I was bartending, uh, I was a Lyft driver, Damn. and I was um, dog walking. I was doing all three of those, just Whoa. three part-times, just like fucking cranking Going it out. crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to, to, to support my family. Wow, that's so uh-huh. good. And uh, so when I was doing Lyft, I really enjoyed it because I learned that there were so many people out in the world, and we all wanted the same things. Mm. Uh, different political beliefs yeah different understandings of how things work but people wanted to belong and they wanted to be loved every single one of them every single one of them yeah Uh, you can talk to some white dude that came to visit his daughter that doesn't really want to talk to him anymore from arizona and he wanted the same thing that a black woman growing up in the city has always wanted like it's just like tripped me out yeah tripped me out you know and i I, and i like talking to people yeah like uh yeah, you, you, I would love to have you as my, like, Lyft or Uber driver. Like, that, <laughs> like, because you're just, like, so homey. Like, you'd get in and, Yo, like, you're dude. just, like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel comfortable with you. You know, you're not, like, a weirdo, weirdo guy. <laughs> hey, you want to listen to some music? <laughs> I, I remember there was a time where I was feeling, like, uh, really self-conscious about my conversational skills. And so every time I took an Uber, I would just sit in the front seat. Oh, okay. To yeah. like force yourself to have a conversation? Or to how? the person next to me, to the driver. Yeah. And I, I remember one guy in particular was really upset that I did that. <laughs> <clears throat> he at first, you know, like at first he was just like, 
It was like a big, big dude, you know, uh, grew up in uh, back of the yards. And he looked at me and he was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, what the fuck? You know, he was so mad. But then I was just started bullshitting, you know, just, we were just talking. And then he gave me all this insight on like how to buy properties. And, you know, because he basically what his job was, was uh, he would go and evict people. Oh, no way. Yeah. When they didn't pay for their homes. And then with that insight, he was able to buy like ridiculously cheap properties. That's Some insane. Latino guy from back of the yards. Uh, good guy. But like he just gave me the whole rundown. And yeah. that's because we were able to just get cool with each other. Yeah. You know. That's so funny. Uh, and I would say this job that I have right now as a security guard is extremely fulfilling for yeah. me. Because I feel like I'm actually a part of the community. Mm. Um, and I'm serving within the community. Making sure that, uh, you know, boys and girls that grew up like me aren't um, aren't lost. Yeah. You know, to kind of give them some insight to be a figure of just love and, and appreciation and respect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a really good job i know like security guards think that they i know i don't know but i only had security guards in high school but i've always felt like they were just kind of like they really thought that they kind of had no purpose in our school because like everybody would kind of just make fun of them <laughs> and like just wouldn't you know like appreciate what they were doing um but they do but they do make a difference though they do because you you see them and like at least for me it's like i say hi to them and when they weren't there like i'd notice that they weren't there yeah yeah, you know so it's like i never told them that but it's just like yeah people that do work in schools like really do make a difference even if you're not necessarily like in the classroom with the child if you're not a teacher And, you know, you get involved as much as you want to get involved. Mm. You know what I mean? As, as a security guard. Yeah. Um, you know, like I make sure I say hi to all the kids that come in. And I find myself a lot of times being like this buffer between a child's misbehavior and their punishment. Mm. You know, and like giving them an opportunity to kind of just like understand and articulate their thoughts. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, like there was this, there was this kid... Um, who's got ADHD and uh, when I got there he you know he would get a five minute break every period right mm-hmm. he's a sixth grader um, but he would take advantage of that he'd be gone for like 15 minutes and I remember when I was a tutor and now a tutor sixth grade I would see him running around the hallways he was never mm-hmm. a kid that I worked with but I was just like meet hello and he would distract all the classes right mm-hmm. and so when I became a security guard I got to catch him in the hallway a couple times and we just kind of talked about it and he got in trouble and he was really upset, but then kind of just like laying out reality to him and having a conversation, um, still establishing the rules. Like he wanted to stay with me longer, but I'm like, no, Papa, it's been five minutes. You got to go back. You know, your break's over. But then eventually he was just engaged in the classroom and he understood. And his sister told me yesterday, she was like, uh, oh, Joshua, was, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Sergio. Yeah. <laughs> no. I uh, know, but it's like, oh, he's been, he was talking about you all morning. He's like, I hope Richard's there. I hope Richard's there. You know, and I'm like, okay, cool. You make an impact on the yeah, kid, you know. Yeah, um, and, and the little kids, too, man. Because I'm there after school, right? I get out at 630. Mm-hmm. And what happens is sometimes you have parents that don't pick up their fucking kids on time. My mom. No, no. Okay, well, how late did your mom pick you up? Sometimes it'd be like 30, 40 minutes. Okay, I got yeah. kids at like an hour and a half. No munches. 5.30. That's insane. When they get picked up. 
and uh so i get to know a lot of these kids no manches well what do their parents do like they just forget or no or no they like- sometimes sometimes like communication is key right and sometimes i know oh, you know like sometimes i know that oh parents work and they're hustling you know what i mean and i'm there to accommodate right i'm there yeah. to help i'm there to ensure them let's get your kid an after school program yeah. right if you're going to always come in late but i'm here yeah your kid's safe yeah you know i get it you know and i'm getting paid i'm cool yeah um uh but then just some parents are just like <laughs> i say well <laughs> you know and i was just like what you know, they got a million things to do and they don't tell nobody, which communication is key, man, because that and I, I told this kid this the other day, he walked out of the classroom as eighth grader and uh, he was like, uh, ups, you know, like upset. He's like, because he wanted to work alone. And we've had talks, him and I, and people were like, oh, he's really responsive to you. Uh, but I was like, dude, communication, man, because you communicating is a difference between you being perceived as someone that's disruptive and getting out of class and not listening versus someone that needs five minutes to step out to refocus and then get your work done. Yeah. Communication, man. Uh, And then he walked back into class, like whereas before people would have to drag, not drag him, not physically, they wouldn't touch him, but like get this whole thing involved just to get him back into class. You know, this is interesting. Everyone's different. It's so, but I've, oftentimes I feel like kids aren't told that though. Like no, they just, but they just want to be seen. They want to be understood. That, that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, so you did the job by like telling them like, you can just communicate. You can just tell the teacher that you need, like you're feeling overwhelmed and you need five minutes. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like, we, we're not taught that in school. We're not taught that. We're taught like, you better raise your hand. And then if you need to go to the bathroom, like I can only tell you if you can go to the bathroom or not. And that's like, no, man, some people like do feel overwhelmed. Like I can count the times like I'm sorry, I can't even count the times on my hand like that. I felt so overwhelmed in class and was so scared to say something because yeah. I'm just like, well, they're just going to think I'm exaggerating or they're going to think I'm lying or like mm-hmm. I just want to be on my phone outside of class. When in reality, it's like not that it's like, Mm-mm. no, I'm just really overwhelmed and anxious and I need to chill out and breathe. And I can't right. do that with like a bunch of kids sitting around me, yeah. you know, in so. high school, I would have um, my teacher. I would tell her if I could stretch out, that's can I stand up and she'd let me, Yeah, you know, and that was really nice. That was also the teacher that wanted to fuck me, but <laughs> but she was very she nice to me in class. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, you bend down, touch your toes." Yeah, that that woman wrote me a wonderful like a uh, um, college letter, Aww. and I'd known her for like two, three weeks. <laughs> Dude, Richard's so articulate and his lips so luscious, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's different when it's a woman. <laughs> I'll tell it's you, so bro. Funny. It's different, bro. And she was like younger, right? She was like, I had just become a teacher. Yeah, she was like 22. Yeah. Yeah, and I was 18. Yeah. That's What's like four, four years, years dude? Literally. What's four years? Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> and I think as soon as I graduated, I was, you know, I became gross. I think she only wanted them young. <laughs> Ew. I was like, hey, Miss Jones, how are you doing? She's like, ugh. Oh. I was like, no. She's like, you old raggedy bitch. And I was like, what? You're the old you raggedy told, bitch. You too old, you old for me. I'm like, 
Miss Jones. Oh man. But sir. <clears throat> yeah, there were some there were some classes in high school that I like loved. Like my Spanish class was always lit. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I had a really great Spanish class too, man. Yeah. It was just so much fun just acting up, dude. Yeah. We were uh my friend John and I John Contreras, we were just like the funny kids in class and we would just crack jokes to each other and we would we would just die of laughter. <laughs> singing songs and stuff and and mr aviles was really sweet to us oh man he was really sweet to us and we got our work done was there ever teachers that you what was it what was what happened okay so we had okay i remember so here we were john and i right we were in class and we had all the spanish speaking countries listed Mm -hmm. and what we had to mark the country with the name and there we were we were doing this thing and for whatever reason, and he had one page with the names. I had the page with the, 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 the picture. And it was, a, it was a project we did as partners, <laughs> right? And we were like, we're missing one. We need one more name, but we have all the names already crossed out. And we're just like looking. Because there looking. was one country left? Yeah. Oh. And we we're just like, where the hell did this name go? Right? And we're like, we're freaking out and... and, and and we're just like looking, looking, looking. He's looking a thousand times over and I'm like looking and I'm confused. And we just don't understand where this country <laughs> went, right? Like we're just like, where did this name? And everyone else is getting it right, right? It's like, we're just missing one, right? <laughs> we're like, what is going on? And it's just because we misread it and we accidentally crossed one we weren't supposed to. Oh. But in that moment of just, you know, like boys, we're just talking about how we're just riffing on the idea that there's like some sort of black hole within the picture, and it absorbed <laughs> the name and now, now time is being destroyed as we know it and oh my god you know we're just cracking up and we were just dying of laughter because of that oh man we're just nerding out <laughs> i love this so much dude that's so funny it was big laughs i love watching <clears throat> like for example like there's humor that guys have with each other <laughs> that i just love to watch yeah what is it I don't know what it is. It's just like Sevas's friends when they're all together and they're like laughing and joking around with each other. I love like I love watching and laughing with them. I think they're the most funniest people ever. But but girls don't do that. We do, but it's not as like funny. I don't know. Or huh? maybe, I don't know. I just feel like Oh, that's true. I don't know. It's not as funny. It's just like the way that guys like their brain works like <laughs> like it's just like a bunch of this madre in their brains that they're just like spitting out through their mouth. Yeah. But it's funny. It's like the funniest thing ever. And I love, I'm so entertained by that. Mm-hmm. So entertained by it. I love watching like guys just have fun. Have it's fun. A couple Literally. boys having fun, dude. It's just the boys having fun. Honestly, like I could watch that for like days. I just like love watching guys joke around with each other because it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Girls, when they joke around with each other, it's because they're making fun of somebody and they're mean. That's so true. Yeah, girls are mean. Honestly. I'm like, what are you girls talking about? And they're the like, oh, only- we're talking about some bitch we don't like. <laughs> the only person that I've had funny, like almost sort of, how do I say this? Like guy like humor with mm. is Melly. Me and Melly. That's why you're friends. Me and Melly are like, we can just laugh about joke. anything. And keep going and like make the joke keep going, riff, going yeah yeah just it's riff, like riff. the funniest thing ever Constantly. so she's the she's the only person that i've been able to do that with and i think that that's why we made such good roommates because every single day was like 
like a pendejada. It was just like every single day. It was Wonderful. just something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a beautiful thing. I, my siblings and I, we have that. We're, we just joke and and um, we'll never stop. We'll just crack jokes with each other until one of us gets our feelings hurt. That's okay. <laughs> one of us cries. Most likely Patty, my sister. Aww. She's not a guy like me and my brother. <laughs> it's no, it's because guys, like, they take it far, man. You guys take it a little we, far. We, like, we be roasting each other. I know. Like, I've some of the things I see in Savannah's group chat, I'm like, you guys say that to each other? So I was just like, yeah, they know what, We're they know what I mean. Dude, I went over to a friend's house, uh, a couple from church, and uh, one of them's, you know, a uh, white guy um, from Wheaton, sweetest heart, and his wife is a Latina from Little Village, uh-huh. right? So we're, we get invited, and there's a bunch of couples that are there. And then I know her sense of humor because I grew up here as well. They're just roasting each other, right? So oh, she's like, I I, yeah, 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 roasting her husband, and I'm roasting her back. And my wife is like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like <laughs> fucking with the host. And I was just like, no, man. And she was loving it. Yeah. We were both so happy to be doing it because that's what it's about. Yeah. Especially, I think girls and guys are like that. And uh, I had a girlfriend that got upset at me because I didn't make fun of her enough. It's because it's like fun to make fun yeah. of her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Something so funny happened this morning. I forgot to tell you. I should have started with this. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> so i'm downstairs i'm getting ready to leave right i have my backpack on and everything and so the way my house is set up is like you go up the stairs and to the left is the bathroom door okay and then to the right is just the entire room and so sebas i thought sebas was in the bathroom and so <laughs> so i'm like telling him like hey uh just so you know like at six i'm gonna go with melly like i need to talk to her about some stuff and then he's just like what and so I go upstairs. <laughs> I'm like facing the door to the bathroom, and I'm just like, I just want, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that I'm gonna go with Melly's because I need to talk to her about some stuff with her tea or whatever. And then he's like, Orale, and I'm just like, Why is there something wrong? Like, why are you responding to me like that? <laughs> and he's like, Why are you facing that way? <laughs> he was on the bed <laughs> the entire time, and I turned around and we just started cracking up. He's like, Why are you facing the door? bathroom so i just assumed you were in there taking a nice little poo-poo <laughs> <laughs> i just imagine him just sprawled on the bed <laughs> that's exactly how he was he's like Orale. <laughs> like, why why are you responding to me like that he's like turn around <laughs> <laughs> it's only with your significant other can you just be so dumb you know what i mean like like just the it's like, lovely don't tell anybody else this and here i am <laughs> yeah telling the whole world Oh, that's good. You you control the narrative, girl. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the next time you tell the story. So Sebas was like talking to me <laughs> facing the bathroom. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, couples, man. I miss my wife so much. We've been so busy. She's back at school and I've been working and she's been hustling. I've been doing my stuff. Yeah. Isn't that so funny? Like I, I tell Sebas this all the time. I was like, I miss you more. Now that we're married and we barely see each other than when we were, like, actually distant, like, physically distant. Mm. And I think it's because, like, when you're physically distant, you know you're distant. Because it's like, you know, you both Mm -hmm. are doing your own things, whatever. But when you live together, it's like, you want to be together because you live together. But it can't always be that way because you're busy. And I think think the the missed connections are, like, so difficult sometimes. Yeah. You know, or, like, the, the potential. 
mm. of being able to see each other and then it not, not happening. happening. Yeah, that's true. Oh, me right. duele. Yeah. Como me duele. Yeah. Como me duele. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Aww. Yeah, we're just going to cry for the next five minutes. Just like <laughs> Crying break. Yeah, crying break. Crying we should start doing that. We should start uh, in, 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 in instituting that. Yeah. The crying break during crying the podcast. Break. Crying break. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody take five minutes. We're going to cry. We're going to come right back after this. After this message from our sponsors. I think we should, like you said, we should start having people like call either in. call in yeah yeah or like send like an email or something let's reschedule it for um let's let's schedule when we can be doing our podcast now yeah now that you you have a different schedule oh, and yeah. i have a different schedule yeah and i'd rather just spend some time in the evenings i think it'd be better i think that's when more yeah. people can be engaged yeah you know and they can call in and tell us their problems and then we can be like damn bitch you fucked up <laughs> you fucked up dude and i think we got to start focusing more on current events yeah i think we got to really come in with like knowing like what the hell's going on with the world yeah i agree and i don't know do you want to make it light or do you want to get deep sometimes we want to talk about the tragedies that happen around I us think it could be both a little bit of both yeah i'm not very good with tragedies we're like we find the comedy away. in tragedy <laughs> and people are like that was tasteless and wrong yeah we're getting canceled right away I wish we got canceled, dude. No. That'd be great. Actually, it'd be good publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be good for us. They shot the bird before it even left the <laughs> nest, dude. I think it's no. supposed to be about just getting angry and getting people angry. I think we're supposed to be just spreading misinformation constantly. Yeah. Like, just yeah. say something really stupid. Like, yeah, that yeah. one guy that got, like, his, his podcast is, like, super popular. Well, actually, I'm not really. I didn't really look into it. I just know that there's this one guy that's being, like, roasted by all of TikTok because... On his podcast, he was just like, if my wife gets pregnant afterwards, she needs to start, like, working out because I still want to be attracted to her and, like, all this stuff. Mm. And then, like, people heard that and then they were like, what the fuck, you fucking crazy ass. Who said that? Um, It, I, it was some guy. I don't know. No, I no, but I meant, like, uh, so just, and then people were disagreeing with him? Yeah. So then, like, mm. pe- like, I guess he put it as, like, a TikTok clip and then people started duetting it and being like, what the? And so then, like now women are like going up to their husbands and being like hey there's this guy on this podcast that said that he needs his wife to be fit right after pregnancy because and then there's like you know the husbands respond are just like no like that's not right you know and then they're just like and then all the comments are just like yeah you made a right decision with your husband i hate that i hate that so much i hate when people are like that we're like wow i can't wait to have a husband like yours someday like it's 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 bullshit because every husband every husband knows that oh patrice o'neill said guy truth hurts yeah so every time a man says something he hears it it's in his brain and then it has to circle down to his heart (laughs) edit edits it edits it (laughs) and then he sends it out his mouth because he can't just boop yeah don't you want to, me to be fit after I have the baby? And I'll be like, yes, of course. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know, do you want to be fit? Now, like, but no, you, do, you don't say that. Yeah, you yeah, say, yeah. no, baby. You can look however you want. You look want. however you want, girl. No, but the truth is, yeah, you guys got to be truthful to their wives. Yeah, I think I think they were just everybody was just like super like mad. But I just hate I just hate I don't know why I hate this so much when women are just like 
babe, what do you think about this? And then like the guy says like the total opposite, and like just, and then they like, get mad at him. No, oh. but like they like the guy's just like no, like a guy should never say that. Like I'll still love you either way, and it's just like ugh, that's so annoying. Like it's fake. It's, it's all so fabricated. Fa- I know it's so stupid. Like I hate that. Like no, like. Your guys is no. I'm sorry. That guys is, don't really think that way. They they just I know bullshit. They don't. Like I think that's just oh, that's so stupid. Like I hate that. <laughs> I hate when like girls want their like husbands to seem like the sweetest guy in the entire world. I'm like, bro, that's not real life. Like, I I like Sevas to be a little bit mean to me. I don't like. I would not mean, but more like real. You want him to be real with you. Yeah. You don't want to be mean to you. Like no, but I think I see it as mean sometimes. But it's real. Yeah, like, he's yeah. being honest. Yeah. But it hurts a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that. I'd rather that than like be delusional and like. Yeah, you remind me of like Rocio when she's like, Gadi was being mean to me. I'm like, what did he do? He told me to leave him alone. <laughs> Why did he tell you that? Because I was bothering him. <laughs> and I was me. like, hmm. That's literally <laughs> like, me. Wasn't being like, Sebas will just be like, like, I'll be like touching it and he'll be like, oh, can you stop? And I'll just be like, that was mean. You He's like, I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man i was like so that means you don't like me anymore <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. so you hate me <laughs> that's literally me yeah yeah or just get really upset get really upset <laughs> well if you didn't want to be married to me then you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have been with me then just uh, leave i do the, the extreme like hell yeah if dude. he doesn't like him like playing with his hair and stuff like that then I'll just like go to the room and he's like, why are you all the way up there? I'm just like, you didn't want me to be by you. <laughs> Betsy and I will straight up like fight each other. <laughs> we're really affectionate. Well, that, that's what I appreciate about my wife because we're both affectionate people. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what to do if my wife wasn't affectionate. But sometimes, and this is something that we, we had to address the other day. Um, I was feeling really down because something that I was really working hard on didn't work out. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like working on like some stuff in the house like to fix it and uh you know when i fail at something i feel really bad about it yeah and it wasn't because i wasn't working hard it's just we just couldn't do it right yeah. it just wasn't what was possible and she was like well what do you want right now i was like well i want you to hold me obviously but i don't want you to expect me to hold you back because i'm i'm feeling terrible i have no will to do anything mm-hmm. and uh uh that was wonderful because mm-hmm. i was finally able to communicate that That's because so before nice. years ago that would be more like why do you hate me? There's nothing wrong with what you did. I just feel bad, you know. Yeah. And this is whole cycle. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Yeah. I love when like I'm all sentimental and I'm crying, and Sebas is just like hugging me, but like laughing because he doesn't know what's wrong. <laughs> so he's just like nervously like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm just like, "I don't know." <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. Just leave me alone. He'll <laughs> just be hugging me. <laughs> and, like, That's laughing. a loving husband right there. Honestly. That nervous laughter. He's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. He just hugs me and just laughs. He's laughing like there's going to be cameras that are going to pop out at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, and then so. he makes like a funny joke about something and like takes it, you know, like takes the focus away from No, nah, that's good. Yeah, you need someone that makes you laugh. <laughs> you so need someone that makes you laugh. That's so important so in any relationship. Who do you think makes, do you think you make Sebas laugh more or do he makes you laugh more? <laughs> I think Sebas makes me laugh more, like, intentionally with the jokes that he does, <laughs> the jokes that he, like, makes. But I do it, like, unintentionally by doing stupid things, <laughs> like, this morning. 
<laughs> but he says I'm funny. Like when I ask him, I'm just like, what do you love about me? He always be like, I like that you're funny. So he thinks I'm funny. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're funny like, looking. Because you're not. <laughs> I think you're funny. Thank you. Funny looking. <laughs> like, oh! Whatever. <laughs> Everybody's like <laughs> tweeting. <laughs> nah, you're funny, dude. But that's what we. Yeah, I think I don't know. Do you make Betsy laugh more? Uh, yeah, we well we make each other laugh. We yeah. make each other laugh. I think I, I definitely am the the very humorous one, and uh, I like how over the years Betsy's been picking up on that, and now she's like been making her own jokes and jabs. Yeah, I feel like sometimes she goes a little overboard sometimes. <laughs> you know, you, you know, we 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 do like we I have a joke about Betsy sometimes, where uh, and she knows this, or so like we're like joking, we're talking about something right we're cracking jokes at each other you know and i was like ah you're so you know you're so goofy you know whatever whatever um you know she's like she's wearing jeans i'm like ah, your blue jeans head ass and she's like well that's why you're a little bitch and i'm like whoa i love that what and i'm just like i'm not a little bitch she's like what did that work and i'm like no it didn't work you gotta keep so working you on your jokes. It was really you funny. Work with, no, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but man, it's so it's so interesting because, like, my siblings and I, and my family, like in any group of people that we're in, they would consider that individual in our family like the funniest person that they know mm. so my sister's friends they all think she's so funny and oh, my okay, dad okay. everyone thinks my dad's so funny my mom my brother myself but then we have our own ranking system within our family yeah of like who's funny and my mom's like always dead last we just straight up ranked <laughs> my mom last, last mom. yeah she was like what but everybody thinks i'm so funny <laughs> i'm like you funny mom but not really <laughs> We kind of. So who's the funniest? Is uh, it between you and your dad? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. So you just started recording. I did that one and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so we've. So I recorded. Uh, so I um, I uh, so my family they tabulate. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you notice something weird about the audio. <laughs> It's because I forgot to record. I I did something new, which was let me record the camera and let me let me put record on the camera and I forgot to re-record on the audio. But it's okay. <laughs> what Richard said was that his his sister and him are tied first. First, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> my worst nightmare, dude. That's the funniest thing, though. Like, cause like. <laughs> that's so funny because you like try to you try to do something helpful <laughs> <laughs> and then i fucked it all up dude a classic case of stay in your fucking lane dude <laughs> that's so funny though <laughs> yeah so I, I i i got up to help uh jesse because she's got this camera she's got this microphone blocking her and she always has to maneuver it out of her way so i'm just like let me just go ahead and turn the camera on for her and i came back and i forgot to turn on the audio and so I'm just like getting into this whole story. And then I look and I'm like, <laughs> the shit's not recording. God dang. But the funniest part 
is that you didn't even tell me anything? You just no, I just looked at <laughs> You just press record and let me hear the guys, tick. Yeah, guys don't want to <laughs> admit their mistakes. If that tick wasn't there, I would have never told you about it. <laughs> I never said anything. You would have been so confused. I literally, I just saw the TikToks that you sent me like years ago. Yeah, <laughs> back in July. Yeah. No, no, no. Which ones? Um, There was one about like the like oh encanto is like a, a magical magical uh -oh. realism movie and the the reason it's like a magical one is because it's or what's it what is, is it? it because uh abuelita's never <laughs> oh because she admitted that she was wrong <laughs> yeah i know well let's never do that and that's why it's magical that's why it's uh, so it's a fiction <laughs> so funny dude <coughs> i love magical realism we should let some people know about like our, our um our little music shits we that should. we're gonna be doing yeah yeah you wanna go you, first okay um so i have a song coming out in march um the date is not set yet but it's coming out and there's gonna be really fun s videos and things that are involved with the promotion of that and richard produced the song and we co-wrote it together so it's honestly a banger it's like it's going to be a hit i have like no doubt about Super it fucking smash whether it, it's like right away or in a couple of years but it's definitely like it's gonna blow the fuck it up. is gonna blow the fuck up it's gonna it's so good and i know you guys are all gonna relate to it in some way um we've been working on it since literally june july so it's been like almost like a year um of us working on this so I'm excited to like just share it with everybody because nobody knows what I've been doing. I've like deleted all my stuff on socials to just like create a new image and a new sound. So I'm excited for you guys to see this and like yeah. just reintroduce myself. So um, I'm really hoping I can do shows in the summer. Um, but yeah, that's it. Just uh, just a new song and new music will be coming out after that. You know, I'm just gonna keep so much new music. Jesse's been collaborating yeah. with a bunch of people. Yeah. And doing the damn thing. Yeah. And all sorts of genres too. Yes. Yeah. Right? Which has been really really nice to be able to just kind of like dip my toes in it. Yeah. Get back into the scene, dude. Yeah. It's be a splash. I think you're really shaking off a lot of that. Uh, you know, you're shaking off your old image. Yeah. You know, and and she's doing it in a big way. I'm really Thank proud you, of you. Thank you. I'm really proud of you, dude. Thank you. Um, but yeah, tell them what you have coming up because you also have a lot of things uh, coming up. I got a lot of things. Um, uh, so I recently learned how to play guitar. <laughs> I, I finally learned the D chord. Um, no. Uh, so I have uh, so we, I have a whole album already mixed. I'm going to get it mastered um making a music video um uh, very soon i have a meeting on saturday um gonna be going on tour with gabacho um in april um i got a show in february at the end of the month um just busy 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 uh and really want to make sure that this record goes into the right hands yeah. you know go publicist style and really like blow it up and you know eventually live off of this shit yeah you know? um yeah, and uh, we're writing a new song together right yes. now, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and I've been, like, producing some new songs with some other artists and uh, some rap songs. It's cool. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really, really good. This album is so good. Thank um, you, dude. The show that you did in October was, like, 
beautiful like thank you dude. that was one of the best experiences i think i've had at a concert ever and wow, the fact that wow. i was able to like bring friends to like experience it with them so it was cool because like i was like looking and like just like experiencing what you your performance but then also i was like a little kid like looking at my friends to see what they're thinking yeah yeah <laughs> you know like to see like what they but they were all like of course i had no doubt that they would love it but it was just like cool to see their reactions they're enjoying and be it like what the fuck this is really good because i think they thought that i was like so only two of them knew that i sang well you know that yeah. i was like really i was actually good and then all the rest had just met me so they mm. were just like well we don't know what the fuck you know I, we don't know what she thinks is good you know yeah yeah so they're coming in here like thinking that i don't know shit you know but to see them like be like oh shit like this is fucking good Thank this you, is so dude. good it yeah. was like really fulfilling for me to see that to be like i know i know him yeah for the for the show in <laughs> february i'm thinking about like uh really adopting like a character yeah. um and just like performing it it's going to be for a very different type of audience Where's it gonna be? It's gonna be at Shuba's, which is a beautiful venue. Oh wow! Um, and I'm really excited about that. But it's gonna be in front of a lot of, I think, besides the people that I bring, it's gonna be in front of a lot of white people. Yeah. And I'm just gonna, I'm excited to see what that means. I feel like it's gonna be my first chance to like break into like a North Side mm -hmm. scene with this project, and I really want to make a statement with it and be deliberate and intentional about what that looks like. Yeah. What's nice is is because I've done it already, right? And so like the things that I because i know what i'm doing and it just needs to be me up there yeah i can fucks with other things you know yeah. what i mean um and i don't have to rely on anything other than just the performance so i'm yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling excited I'm yeah feeling pumped that's pumped. awesome i did not know that you were gonna have that show and that's really like I, for me it's also nerve-wracking i don't know if it is for you but for me it's nerve-wracking like performing in front of white people and yeah and I don't know if it's because I feel like they won't understand me, mm. but I just feel like, I don't know, like, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like they want to hear Sweet Caroline and that's it. And like, you know, like, like when we went to Wisconsin, I was like, what the fuck is like, they're not going to want to hear Selena, but they were really receptive to yeah, it. Yeah, they were. So like, I was just like, okay, you know, like music is music, like yeah people fucks with it man they don't care like what language no. it's in they don't they don't care if you look a certain way like the music is music they love it no yeah. What. yeah and especially if you're vibing you know if you're telling a story you yeah know? like i think even about i think about some of the most provocative kind of artists that i really enjoy like i'm a big fan of george clinton and, and parliament funk and um you know if it like he was doing this thing where white people really enjoyed what he was doing because he was just going all out yeah um and then at the same time uh, black people respected him because he made the fucking jams mm. right you know what i mean yeah 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 and so uh i'm really inspired but you know it's just about taking those steps yeah you know? for sure because i feel like i've been doing everything not in a <clears> vacuum <throat> because that second show i played was really nice because it was a lot of strangers mm -hmm. but they were all latinos yeah you know so i was just like or most of them or or latino connected so they knew the vibes you know the fucking vibes <laughs> um and uh and so this will be interesting I'll, i'm gonna see if, if if it translates yeah it's exciting yeah. i know it's really exciting, it's really exciting. <laughs> we're at an hour yeah dude. we are we are we thank you guys so much and we can't wait to like just announce all of these things we have so many big things going up. I'm yeah, like so yeah, excited dude. to announce a lot of things. So yeah, dude. 
we're we're doing it. Bye, dudes. Bye. Let me make sure I turn off everything correctly now. <laughs>